This is the Unify My Marketing Show, where we believe every business deserves to look more professional, have a clear message, and strives to become an industry leader. I am your host, Bear Wade, and I wanna hear from you. What are your marketing questions? You can submit them to unifymymarketing.com and I, about anything, anything marketing related. So if it's about your website, about uh, you know paid advertising, about uh, your photography, uh, producing videos, I wanna hear from you. So submit your question at unifymymarketing.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and also anywhere you listen to podcasts. Today, we're kicking off the show with a question from April. Hi, Bear. I'm April from Midwest Thermography Solutions. We do medical thermal imaging, and you helped me make a great promotional video, and I want to utilize that on social media as an ad. And I was wondering what your biggest piece of advice was to make that ad successful and to help people learn more about thermography and bring them in the door. April, thank you so much for your question. I really enjoyed making your video and I can understand that now that you have it out there, uh, how to get more eyeballs to see it and more people that you could help uh, to see it. And so the first thing I wanna make sure you do uh, is to have a clear call to action on your website. If people don't understand what they do, they will not buy or book with you. So make sure your website is clear, it's easy to understand, and it has obvious buttons that are your direct call to action, which is a book an appointment or a call now uh, kind of you know call to action. So, so you can get people lined up and in the door. If you have a video with no direct call to action on your website or in your social media post or in your ad, it's not worth sharing. <laughs> so make sure you have a direct call to action ready to go. Uh, beyond that, you want to make sure that when you post the video as an ad, and you can boost a post, which will be to only the people in your uh, direct, um, you know, that are following your Facebook group, which I don't know how much that, you know, they're already in your group. So if you want to remind them, that would be fine. But the thing I, you know, that I think you should consider is running paid ads and paid search. And we are gonna talk with a specialist. Uh, I am not a specialist in this, so we are gonna talk with a specialist in uh, ad placement later on in the show. So stick around. But those are the, you know, that's what I would uh, recommend you do. I think you could post it to your social media feed, you know, email it to your current database. Hopefully you have a database and this is all part of the brand steps. You wanna make sure you have a database and you're continuing to reach out to them to remind them of your service, but also provide other value. So if you have other, you know, health related things that you can share, uh, make sure you continue to reach uh, reach them and you know on a monthly basis you could do it on a weekly basis but that might be a little too much I would start with a monthly you know and don't call it a newsletter but have some reason why you're reaching out to them and providing a service so um, so make sure you have those in place then you can go out and, and start ads and I think the way you could do that is well we'll talk to Josh but I think the way you could do that is you know have them when they watch the ad and they click learn more you could auto populate a, um, uh, a contact lit um, form. So it just says right there and it auto puts in their information for you and all they click is submit and that's really handy. So then you can get them uh, in your in your database to continue to reach out to them. So 
we'll talk to Josh in a little bit, but uh, uh, that's where I'd start. If you aren't making a big enough impact in your industry, selling enough products, booking enough of your services, then I want you to consider signing up for our five-day challenge. It's called From Bland to Bam, and this starts April 5th through 9th, 2021 from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Now this is an online challenge where we'll meet together on our Facebook group. I'll walk you through the major brand steps and also work with you on your particular marketing challenges. This is only a one hour investment per day for a week and you'll come out of it with a brand that will help you grow your sales. Sign up today for the Unify Brand 5-Day Challenge at bearway.com. And while you're there, submit your question. What marketing questions do you have? I'd love to hear from you and help you grow your company. Robert submitted his question at our website. And this question is, this is my situation. I want to draw traffic to our website rather than customers buying my products on Amazon. Could you help me with that? Robert, I totally understand. And my, I guess my first question is why? Why do you wanna sell on your website and not Amazon? People are already on Amazon. And maybe it's because you don't wanna uh, take the cut, the financial cut that, it would, uh, that you would lose in um, associating or selling on Amazon. But there are so many people already using that as a search tool. I, consider, I think you should consider selling your work on Amazon. But besides that, if you want to just be strictly on your website, then consider paid ads. And we're gonna to talk to Josh here in a little bit. You're gonna sense a theme here. It's all about paid ads and driving traffic who are searching for what you offer and driving them to your website and, and uh, convincing them to buy, making it easy for them to buy. So consider that. Make sure your website has clear branding, clear photography, and a clear call to action so they can easily uh, buy your products. But we'll, drive, we'll talk with Josh and, and figure out how to drive traffic to your website in just a little bit. Up next, we have a question from Chad. Chad, what is your question? Hey, Brandon. My name is Dr. Chad Doles, and I'm with Health Source of Baldwin in the St. Louis area. Um, I had a quick question for you, mainly about posting videos on social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, whatever it might be. Um, so we do try to be as active as we can on social media, uh, posting videos. And my question is, how do I get better interaction with those videos? Is there certain ways to post those videos? Um, is there things I can add, whether it be text within the video? Um, really anything to gain more traction um, from people that may be scrolling through their feed uh, to really hopefully direct them to our webpage to be potential patients if they uh, grab onto our video. So um, any help you could give me with that would be fantastic. I really appreciate the help and thank you for taking the time to answer my question. Bye. Chad, thank you so much for your question. And, you know, I, I think the, the best thing is to make sure you continue to post your video on your social media profile. You're gaining new, I assume you're gaining new uh, followers more often so they haven't seen that video. And I know the video is evergreen, so you can continue to post it. And I'd do it maybe once a month. Just remind, you know, and maybe during certain seasons of the video that I produced for you, um, and I also produced April's video, is, you know, it... it it's a summertime, spring, summer, and fall type video, so you don't post it in the winter. But um, that is something that I would consider, you know, have you, have you consider do is schedule it out and make sure it uh, reaches your social media profile, you know, every so often. Make sure it's on the front of your website too. 
uh, especially now in the spring, you know, lots of people are, are wanting to be active. They want their body healthy. And so consider getting on the front of your website. And also when you send out emails to your database, make sure that video is there and you keep sharing your story with them. But next, you know, uh, in full transparency, as a video, I have a filmmaker background and as a video producer, I produce the videos for April and Chad. And I, you know, I give them the video when it's done and they don't really know what to do with it. So as a service provider, we are launching a new service called Unify Reach. And it is a way to then take your videos, your content and get them in front of new possible uh, potential customers, people that are looking, that have your problem and are looking for solutions. So I want you to check it out at unifyreach.com. But this is the time where we need to get Josh, our, our uh, paid advertising specialist in here. I have, am not a specialist by any means. So uh, Josh, thank you so much for being on the show. I have a ton of questions for you. The first one is, can you just give us you know, a, a quick overview of how paid ads work so we have a general idea of uh, you know, how the thing works and yeah. we can kind of go well, from there? Yeah, that's a, that's a super loaded question for sure. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it really boils down. Yeah, it boils down to marketing is marketing, but this is the digital aspect of it. So, there's uh, dozens of marketing ad platforms out there. Um, you probably know several: Facebook yeah. that encompasses Instagram as well, obviously Google, um, Twitter, Quora. All all these have their own marketing platforms. Once you get into the backside of them, it's kind of the same. Essentially, um, you got to know who you're targeting, what, what people you're trying to reach. Um, and then right. your creative and then, you know, just setting up the ads to actually reach those people with that said creative with whatever goal you have in mind. Cause with marketing, we always have goals, right? What's, what's the goal of this creative you're going to make? Is it to drive them to your website? Is it try to drive consumer sign up? Things like that. So it's just a digital way of doing that. Um, and these platforms are made, they're, they're actually pretty sneaky because with all the data that's actually out there that we can target people really specifically. Um, and that's through a lot of, and then right. retarget them through cookies or like Facebook pixels. Um, which the Facebook pixel just really quickly, that's just a little code snippet that you insert onto like say your website. Um, and then when say I go to visit your website, um, that marks my cookies or whatever. So then next time they know yeah. that I actually visited that website so they can kind of follow me around the internet with ads to me. Um, that's really the uh -huh. really, really high level. I don't know if you want me to go any more in depth than that. Uh, well, uh, I, so no, that, that is super helpful. Um, so what's the difference between, I guess you said a pixel, which is the, like yeah. a, a piece of code that you put at the beginning yeah. um, of your website. And, and, and then, so what's that, how's that differ than a, um, like a Google cookie? How code. is a pixel? Yeah. Yeah. How's a pixel different than a cookie? Yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. It's just different, um, kind of different terminology for it. You know, the pixel is Facebook's okay. Okay. way of tracking your cookies. That's just face how Facebook does it. Um, and then Google oh, kind of has its own thing as well. Um, obviously, I when see. people go, so your whatever your web browser on. Your I, right I now, see those. You know, when I go to a website, you know, yeah. uh, at the bottom it always says, "Do you want to accept cookies?" And yeah. and so, so what that's telling me is, would you like to be tracked? Yeah. <laughs> would you like uh, to be stalked? A, a little bit, yes. That's that's kind of what they're asking for. They're they're wanting your data so they can see where you've been on their website and say say it's e-commerce yeah. site, so they want to see if you um, clicked or added something to your cart but never checked out. So it's a way to kind of see all those yeah. things. Um, right. And, and uh, from a, a website, uh, you know, um, host, it's nice that, you know, if, if somebody's going to our website, we know where they go and what they're interested yeah. in and can continue to feed them ads. Um, sure, I know yeah. that I know that a, a, a big 
thing to focus on or, or a place to start can be retargeting uh, ads. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? I've heard that from other people that it's an interesting place to start. Um, but yeah. what are your what's your advice on that? Uh, retargeting is super powerful for sure. Um, a lot of times um, whenever. So as we all know, marketing funnel, we might are like, you know, you have your marketing funnel, which at the top of the funnel is your awareness and then consideration decision. That's kind of a, a, a condensed one. But whenever somebody yeah. doesn't know about your brand or they're looking for a solution, they're in the awareness stage. Um, so this is a type where you're, you're sending them ads that are basically just to show them what products you have. Just talk about your brand in general. So this might just be ads to get impressions. This might be ads just to get clicks to your website. Um, yeah, might be ads to watch part of your video. You can also retarget by how long somebody watches your video. But anyway, so once that first action oh, is taken, okay. yeah, once that first action is taken, then we consider them moving down the funnel into potentially a consideration stage. Um, so this is kind of where we retarget to. Um, like I said, this is all layman's terms for sure. But once they have visited your said website or they have taken what action you wanted to do, um, then you can show them new ads specifically to those people that have done that. So that's where you're retargeting them with more ads, more content, more ways to, so they can learn about your product and hopefully with the, obviously the end result being them to buy your service. So you're essentially I just see. So it's not, Yeah, yeah, it's, so it's not just um, taking the fact that they've been to your site and then stalking them everywhere they go. It, yeah. it is, you kind of can work on the journey of, well, they were interested yeah. in that, so let's show them the next step. I see that's, that's uh, smart. That's real smart. That's cool that you can yeah, for sure. do that. Uh, and there's, yeah. I've seen some pretty interesting ones, so some of myself. So like on Facebook, you can retarget if they've watched. So like for video, we know video movement is widely or huge now when it comes to advertising because it, yeah. it stops thumbs when people are scrolling through Facebook. It stops thumbs and they're scrolling through Instagram. So say somebody watched your video for, you can, you can set the time on this for like over four seconds and you can retarget them with a new video that continues them down that journey. And then if they don't watch it for longer than four seconds, you can send them another video to try to get them to, you know, continue down the customer journey. So there's a lot of cool things you can do. Um, and then like, you know, Facebook and the pixel set up, like I said earlier, if they, if they add something to their cart, but they don't check out, you can hit them again and be like, Hey, we saw you left something in your cart. Um, yeah. or tell them more about that specific product that they didn't purchase. So maybe it might drive that purchase too, as well. So what makes, I mean, you kind of mentioned uh, good creative, which is uh, good copy, good photography or good video, uh, good headline, right? I assume is, is part of it. Uh, but what, what are your tips for a successful ad? And I'm sure that varies, but uh, it, yeah. have you seen a commonality that no matter the industry that um, would yeah. be good for us to know? Yeah, for sure. I think number one is knowing your goals. What's the goals of your marketing campaign going to be in general? That seems really simple, but if you don't know the goals of like, what are you trying to do with this marketing campaign? You're just going to be spending money. You might you <laughs> might be increasing your vanity metrics. You might be like getting clicks to your website, but the, if it doesn't relate or correlate to revenue or whatever your end goal is, then it's not going to be yeah. effective, obviously. So uh, number one is knowing your goals. Number two is knowing your target audience. Like I said, these platforms are very powerful. They can really, you can really narrow it down to, you know, demographics, age, everything. You potentially want interests, intent, things like that. So know what your target audience is. Um, and you already hit on number three is uh, clean, creative with strong call to actions to make them actually take those actions. Right. Um, right. Yeah, and then just kind of tailor them to the fun. What, like this kind of goes back to knowing your target audience. Where are they at in your funnel? Is, are you creating ads? to drive them from the consideration to the actual decision and making the purchase stage, or you just want them to know about your brand. So I think that's also very important to know. I see. And, and so I have, uh, Dell, I've 
dip my toe in advertising and uh, or in paid ads and my god there are a trillion variables to, to manage and i've done a really good job at wasting some money doing it and so i have a question which is you know can can the average person do this or is it just something that you need to find a professional um i think it's really relative to uh how interested you are in it what's your risk tolerance what's your um are you are you are you are you okay with failure? I mean, honestly, um, a lot of this stuff is going in there and trying it. Um, like I said, a lot of the platforms, so once you get to the backside of the platforms, they're, they're quite similar about how setting up ads are and how about, um, you know, setting up your audiences, um, setting up your budgets. Um, you, you don't have to spend a million dollars on these as well. You can, if you want to do it yourself, you can test it. You can start dipping your toe into it, so to speak, with a relatively um, small budget, say five to $10 a day even if you're just looking to see if you can actually drive some okay. traffic to your website. So, um, yes, it is doable if you're interested in learning it and there will be a cost incurred as you learn it. Um, that's obviously why people do pay specialists to do this for yeah. them because they can kind of, you know, um, curtail some of that ad spend to begin with. But, um, uh, like I said, it really comes down to if you're really interested in learning it yourself or if you want to, you know, start imp implementing the campaigns quicker. Yeah, so I we will put a link in the description for uh, how people can reach you. Yeah. But uh, if they if for some reason they are looking for somebody else, what would you recommend? What are how how would we find the right person? Because I I've looked um, for uh, this service myself, and I can find uh, overseas help or um, and 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 for me it's uh, that's not good or bad. It's just kind of you know. Uh, uh, where a lot of um, marketing takes you, but also, um, how do I? What qualities are we looking for in an ad specialist? Yeah, yeah I think. Um, well, I mean, it always comes back to put your money where your mouth is. So, I mean, they have to have proven results. That's what I always look for, for sure. Case studies, if references. Um, yeah. Like, if you had a ten thousand dollar month budget, I could spend that in a, in, a, in an hour. Like, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. it's not yeah, if it's not if it's not helping you whatsoever, it doesn't matter if I can spend your money and, and so um, a proven track record for sure. Um, it really in a, a wide array of potentially for certifications. You know, there's all the Google Ad certifications, things like that, which are always good to have. At least show that they're taking the time to learn and increase their knowledge. Um, right. But yeah, to me, it's just got to be a proven track record and showing some results. So I know that uh, Facebook with their uh, or. Um, Facebook's having and Apple are having this uh, current uh, um, battle, I guess, with uh, people's attention. How is that changing? And maybe you could give us a little more context to it because I, I just know there's a software update for my iPhone. But, but tell me maybe what that means. Yeah, um, yeah so that's a it means a lot of things, honestly. And Facebook ads are always changing too. Like you know, just a couple months ago, you could have like say you have a really clean creative with a learn more button on your creative. It's a non-functionality yeah. button, but now you can't even have those on there anymore. So they're always looking to okay. increase. Yeah, they're always trying to make it. They're always in trying to increase the user experience for the actual app user or the Facebook user. Um, so they're first and foremost, um, um, I guess, I can't think of the word right now, but they're, they're, what they're worried about most is user or customer experience. They, they don't really yeah. they, they care about advertisers, but they want their users to come back to the app, obviously. So yeah, they're retention. Always yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'd say... Um, and also changes Facebook and just in general as an advertiser changes with seasonality it depends on seasonality and competition because 
the first three to four months leading up to Christmas, you're going to pay more for advertising because people are piling piling in with holiday specials and things like that. Yeah, so right. That. Um, and then obviously, you know, everybody's all concerned about privacy and data privacy these days, kind of probably what you were talking about there. Um, like, so right now I just have my Facebook account pulled up right now and there's a headline on here that says, prepare for iOS 14 changes coming soon. It's basically meaning that <laughs> there's probably more, uh, yeah, there's poor data protections that Apple and Android are doing. So you might have fewer and fewer mm -hmm. targeting capabilities because they're going to hold back that data from sharing it with Facebook. So yeah, it's, it's, right. always a, it's always a learning game and always a learning curve for sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe you could uh, tell me a little bit of the differences between uh, spending my ad budget on Google ads versus Facebook or Instagram, you know, those social platforms. Um, help me wrap my head around why I'd want to do one over the other if I have a limited budget or, um, you know, maybe you could help direct us a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I always like to say kind of if you have a limited budget, kind of really own whatever budget, whatever platform you're going to try to put your money into. So don't <laughs> don't, don't spread it out. Um, it's kind of okay. like uh, the book Essentialism. You know, if you're working every every single way you're not going to make any headway unless you're going straight forward in one direct way so i would say put your yeah. budget into uh, one platform and try to really grow your following if, if you are trying to grow say facebook followers or instagram followers um i would i would suggest owning that platform before moving on to another one and if you do have a relatively decent budget though there's a caveat to that because you know you can get really good targeted audience and traffic through like say google display network you can get really low cost per click mm. which is once again it's an um a vanity metric if it's not driving results but there is right. there are some ways you can get really um low cost per click for that traffic which then you can retarget to on facebook so you can kind of do it there's there's ways you can do it through both but as a newbie starting out i would just say get comfortable with one, if you're going to do it yourself start out i would start to just use one platform get comfortable with it before you kind of branch off to other ones okay that's a great tip that's that's because <laughs> it seems like it would be totally overwhelming to try and do all of them so that's that's good <laughs> and what are some of the key you know I, I said what are the key metrics uh what are the things that i'm supposed to be measuring other than sales i assume that's the biggest thing how much yeah. i'm spending and how much i'm making um oh, but sure. how do i know if it's starting to work you know yeah. Um, so metrics. So this kind of goes back. Unless I'm sound like a broken record here, but knowing your goals is your goal just to increase awareness. Um, yeah. Is your goal is to increase consideration? Things like, excuse me. So like if you're if you if your main goal is to just increase your brain awareness, um, you might be mm -hmm. looking. You just you might just be interested in impressions. You might just be interested in traffic or cost per click things like that. But if you're interested, in, when it comes down to it, like you said, it comes down to the bottom line. When it comes down to you're worried about conversions. So maybe number of yeah. conversions per day. Uh, cost per conversions, that's a huge one. Um, and then also ROAS, return on advertising spend. So that's kind of like your ROI. So you kind of can get to, yeah. if I spend $1, will I get my money back or will I make money? So uh, ROAS. I have, I, I have seen that term ROAS, yep. um, but I, I didn't know what that stood for. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yep. that's great. Yep, yep. That's, that's a big one, especially when it comes down to the decision stage. So, and that 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 is your ROI right there. So um kind of depends so, on your goals though. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I mean, why, um, I guess I always, maybe I'm too pragmatic or, or uh, cheap or something, but it seems, <laughs> it seems like I'd want to be only measuring my, uh, yeah. my ROI, you know, more than uh, impressions, but impressions must be worth something uh, because yeah, they still great, offer it. Um, that's a great question too. Uh, a great statement, I should say, but I guess that really depends on the life cycle of the sales. Um, yeah. it really depends. 
yeah, the sales cycle. So it's like I've worked, I currently work for some brands that have a, you know, it's a six month sales cycle and we're selling $35,000 food franchises. So um, you, you definitely have a longer funnel, a much longer funnel. So you, that, those, oh, that just awareness and building that trust and that consideration is, is a very important because um, if you're just measuring ROAS, things like that, um, towards the end of the funnel, um, and, and you might not necessarily get people to that decision stage if you don't actually get them through the awareness consideration and building that trust with edutainment things yeah, like that. Yeah, right, so, right. It's kind um, of a, that, just reminding you, we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even if we aren't yeah, that. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Purchase. Yeah, because yeah, that point two, a lot of people aren't ready to make some purchases. They might be wanting to make the purchase six months from now. But as long as yeah. they're still, as long as they see you and still know you're out there, then they're aware of you. Then that can be right. very, very important towards that decision stage later on. So, cool. That's great. And so, um, what do you have any suggestions for a quick win for my for the audience here who's watching? What could they do yeah. to uh, get into it and and have a quick win? Yeah, no, I say um, this sounds simplistic, but just try it. Um, like I said, if make a twenty dollars bet on yourself, just bet twenty, just bet, spend twenty dollars in budget. Just get an ad set up, boost the okay. post, just try something. You'll see how relatively easy it is, um, especially if you get into the ads. Say if you're doing Facebook or Instagram, you get into the ads manager platform. Um, I'll send I'll send you some links too that can show you how to get into that after this. So. Um, okay, yeah, cool. just just get in there, try to set up a campaign, J just make it for impressions or targets or something, and you just put a maximum budget of $20, um, yeah. have some creative, um, and then just launch it. I think that, that will show you how it, it is doable for anybody to actually try to get in there and try that. Um, right. And then I think the other quick win I would have, um, so a little more specialized, I think. Um, so there's also like within Facebook, one thing that we use quite a bit is Facebook lead forms, um, because mm. so... So save a lot of websites, they'll drive you from, say, Facebook ads to their website where you fill out the lead form on their website. But like right. with Facebook lead forms, since Facebook already has all the information about you, if you click learn more, you stay within the platform. It fills out all the information already knows about you. Then there might be some other questions that you want, might want to know about that lead. Right, um, so, right. Yeah, so but it makes it really easy for them to, I, I have been uh, the victim or, you know, I've been on the other side of that knowing yeah. uh, how easy that is where I, I it, it auto populates my info yeah. for me. And then so I just easy, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. So that's that a really a way to grease the wheel. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it does make it super easy to get, um, to submit leads or to get leads. Sometimes, you know, as with anything, not all leads are going to be great. You're, you'll, you'll, you'll have some bad ones in there. But when it comes to like, if you need some customer contact information right away, if you want to, you know, yeah. start reaching out, that this does definitely decrease the, the, the funnel. So um, Facebook lead forms would be a good one to look into too. Facebook lead forms. Okay, great. And uh, I appreciate all of your uh, insight here. And I'm, I know this is, you know, we could make a whole series on, on this. So maybe we'll have you back shortly uh, once we have follow-up questions. But I, Josh, thanks so much for uh, meeting with us. And if people wanted to uh, engage in your services by clicking the link in the description, how else could they find you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, co-founder of Active Tide Marketing. Um, you can definitely find us at activetide.com. Um, like yeah. we, we, we always stress that every project we do, we treat it like our own. So um, not everybody says that, but we try to actually live, live through it. So <laughs> Active Tide Marketing or activetide.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have you back and you can teach us some more. But thanks for the oh, overview. I appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you very much. So what questions do you have for your marketing? 
Where are you stuck in growing your company? I wanna hear from you. Submit your questions to bearwade.com. While you're there, I highly recommend you check out our brand quiz. If you're stuck in converting your viewers into paid customers, I wanna hear from you. So submit your question at bearwade.com. And hey, remember, don't just check all the boxes when it comes to marketing unified. We'll see you next time.